Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? You already Howdy. know what it is. It's the evening rush each and every Wednesday, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on there you the go. Evening Rush Network. <laughs> there you go. It's nice and rainy outside. I'm loving it. I hate First of all, this weather makes me just want to sleep. I'm already tired. I'm just ready to get I'm in my bed. And- I'm loving this weather. I'm 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 loving this one. Okay, you can love if it. I don't know. The number is nine two nine four four one two four one seven. Support the show, Yuri. No, hit us up on Cash App. The Evening Rush. We are in the building. It's dawn and rainbow, rainbow and dawn. You already know what it is. It's just us two today. Just the two of us. Oh, yeah. I'm telling it's the rain, man. It's the rain. You know, it brings out the old school in me. All right. Yeah. I got to stop with the bombs, boy. Yo, what's bombs. going on in New York City and all others? Yo, I'm feeling so good today. Um, tired, but good. Tired is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Damn, I knew I should have hit the shade or something. I'm looking rough out here in these streets. I <laughs> definitely got to fix that. Don't what's good, me. Rainbow, man? How you feeling, man? Tired. Tired. I'm tired, but I'm good. You know what I mean? Um, it's been a long day. It's been a long it day. How been. was your weekend? Because you had the the pop up shop. I'm so sorry I didn't get to make it. Um, um but I was uh I was uh going through a lot this weekend. I get it. Went through a lot of stuff this weekend. Oh, yeah. shout out to Jay Mac. She was in New York. You know what I mean? I'm sorry I didn't get to see you too, Jay Mac. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've been not long enough. Into the you, focus be, you, crew. you be thinking you're going to be able to do a whole bunch during the weekend and then you blink and it's over. Yeah, yo. Honestly, man, these kids have manifest into my life to the point where I cannot move when I need to move and move how I want to move sometimes. What did you think they, was going to happen? Nah, listen. I was, you know what, you know what it is. I was used to one or two where we, you know, you get a babysitter. Yo, hold the kid for a while. Ah, and then you remember, I didn't have a wife and a kid, so it was like, all right, let's stay with your mother. I'm out. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now is different, and now that we have two sets of twins, it's even like you can't, we can't literally move. No, like no one's if watching. You get somebody to watch, yeah, like you get somebody to watch two kids. And that's cool. But when it's time to be like, yo, could you watch um, all of them? 
all the time people feel yeah, nah, I got something doing. I'm busy this I can't, week. I can't I, do that. That's your I, job, not mine. Yeah, I didn't make Watching all them kids. Four children is a lot of work. Yo. Mom Dukes had to watch the kids today, just for a couple of minutes. Um, while we, you know, I had to take Joy Joy to the doctor. And yo, we called the check. She's like, Your kids stressed me out. What time are you coming back? <laughs> God damn, mom. Mom, it was just a couple of hours. Just a couple. We didn't need... A couple yeah, of hours yeah, with what, four what, what kids you, is a lot. What, what time are you coming back? Kids are crazy. Yeah, I know my kids are crazy, but I'm mm-hmm. crazy. Hold and you need, you need youth. You need youth behind you, too, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, definitely. These kids is a handful. They real. And, uh, yeah, I, I knew... Um, I knew having kids was real. Because I've, I've, you know, I got nine. But You've always looked because you've four, had kids. <laughs> these four is just different. Different? Yeah. Different. New age different. kids are different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, Tristan alone is super beast, man. He's a, he's a beast. But that's going to be my football player. And I'm proud of him. I'm happy. You know what I mean? But finish. Tell us about what happened with the pop-up shop. It was a pop-up shop. Uh, Friday night, we had a pop-up shop. Um, we did pretty good. It was a pretty good turnout. Okay. Um, Saturday, we were supposed to do a pop-up shop, but, you know, the weather or whatever, and it was outside, yeah. so they postponed it to Sunday. It wasn't really a pop-up. It was more like a, I don't know, like a community day, because it was, it was the first annual Farmer's Day. So mm. they had free food, Rods for the kids, and it wasn't like free food, just like hamburgers and hot dogs. They did have hamburgers and hot dogs, but they had jerk chicken, fried fish, rasta pasta, fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, rice and peas, salad. They had the a spread, a spread of stuff. I don't want to hear no more. I don't want to hear no more. I'm mad right now. I'm, of, I'm super mad. I'm super you didn't mad. come. You didn't come. That was, chicken, that was free, free shit. Free jerk chicken. Yeah, one of the sponsors was um one of the sponsors is the chef. So he did all you know him and his people did yeah, all the cooking. Him, chef shout Primo. Um, then C Town because it's right there because it was at the Rock on One Hundred Nine and Farmers. Um, mm. C Town they sponsored the liquor store, Cross Street Twins Lick- Liquors, um, Vaquila. And then they have the Farmer's Variety Store. So they all came together collectively and had Farmer's Day. And oh, it was a Vakila. That's a name I haven't heard it since. Um, Let Jack me tell you, so I can't, I can't do Vakila simply because they're tequila. Yeah, but it was it was a good brand though. It, uh, it's still I, I, Oh, I definitely. Might, well, listen, I might have to holler at them. Yo, shout out to our sponsor, Plush though, definitely. All day, every it's day. Still, it's still around, but I'm like, I, I'm a vodka drinker, but I'm not a tequila drinker, and tequila makes me throw up, so that's a no go for me. Mm. But I remember when I used to when I used to do tastings and things like that. I did tastings for tequila. Copy, copy. All right. Well, let's get into what's going Wait, on this hold, week. Hold on. Hold on. But yeah. You you just told us how your day was. You didn't tell us how your week was. I told you my week was freaking crazy. Oh. I mean, you just said that you took joy and the kids drove your mother crazy. That's all you pretty much said. 
my my listen. Friday was the best day because we was all chilling. Saturday, um, it was kid situation, and then Sunday I was sick, so it was like mm-hmm. it was that type of weekend. Gotcha. You know what I mean, so it wasn't all that it was cracked it up to be. It wasn't a great weekend. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't an amazing weekend. You know, but hopefully next week will be amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like I said. I'm well, this weekend, you know, it's Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Oh, well, listen. It's it's September 1st. Shout out to September 1st at this point. Um, I don't know. Monday, I'm going to to Coney Coney Island to see Kess and Friends. So, Kess the Band. Kess the Band. Ahsoka Band. In Brooklyn. Oh, I never heard of them. You've heard their music before. Trust me. I've heard their music before. I'm pretty sure you have. What song did they sing? Wordless. Hello? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Once, if if you play it, you'll be like, oh, this. You know what it is. Yeah, probably. No, I'm telling time, you. That's how it goes with me. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, because I know it, it's not R&B. It's not rap. It's not in your yeah. wheelhouse. You're not a soca lover. Yeah. I get it. I got you. <laughs> Shout out to Envy, man. <laughs> she on the check-in. But she on the wrong check-in. I keep telling her. We didn't, we, we're no longer on Facebook, so... You know what I mean? Uh, we are officially only on YouTube.com. Um, we are on... Oh, um, let me not say that because we're on the EveningRushNetwork.com as well. Um, so you definitely can catch the show there. Yes. So back to current events. Current events. The, the new current event in New York City, might I add, is our dizzy fucking mayor. <laughs> To join our even dizzier fucking governor. Governor? If, if they don't bring Cuomo back to save our lives. <laughs> yeah. He was Yo, touching people, so he can't, up, he can't He can't. come back because he was touching people. He, he, he was touching people, right, to save our lives at this point, man. I'm a little stressed out. The mayor says that you know everybody has to be vaccinated now um he wants you know the city workers vaccinated he wants um he wants everyone vaccinated, vaccinated and, the, and and the teachers vaccinated he well then, I mean, well the teachers are city workers that they work for the Department, Department of, of Education, which is the city department, New York and, City Department of Education. And now our governor goes, it's not mandated for them to get vaccinated. It's her call. It's not his call. Yo, I, I'm confused. But who do you, who's leading who here? The governor is, uh, is the leader of the state. Right? So... She has the last say so. De Blasio has been doing this his entire time in office. And Cuomo, Cuomo told his ass the same thing. You don't run shit. <laughs> I yeah, run this. It was it was he went he went a different method of saying you don't run shit. What you know was what the method? What, what, what did she say? Cuomo said, listen, we're gonna work together, but you don't run shit. She said, nigga, this ain't what's going down. 
<laughs> so I'm confused. Who's getting vaccinated? Who's not getting vaccinated? At this point, like I said, at the end of the day, all those people that's in between getting COVID and getting vaccinated, I think it's time that y'all stop playing the fence, make a choice, go get some COVID in you, or get vaccinated, one or the other. I mean, look, even, look, that works for me. even if, you, if, if you get vaccinated, you got yourself a little COVID in you. Nah, COVID is yes. not in the vaccination. Yes, it is. <laughs> and he said, I'm not. <laughs> yes, it is. So tell me this. So when most people, I'm not saying everybody, but when most people get the vaccine, their first shot, mm-hmm. you know, for those who got the Pfizer and the Moderma, the first shot they did well on. The second shot, they felt like shit. Why is that? Um, You felt like shit because <laughs> most of the people, no, no, most of the people had probably had COVID already or those or had to get used to what was in the vaccine. No. I, remember, I told you, I, 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 when I got my second shot, I um I was tired. That was really it, and that, my arm hurt. Well, and that's and if you caught COVID, that's what what would happen to you is what I'm trying no. to say. When you caught COVID, did you have your arm hurt? No, no when you I didn't get COVID, injected. You had, I didn't get you, injection, you, there's no injection out, site. You had a headache. You had no, a headache. there's no injection site. Were, that's what I'm trying to were, say. So what they say? So minus is, the injection, you're basically saying is what you felt. I had. I was fatigued. Yes. Okay. I, yes. Right, Check. I have a headache. Check. You have what? I have a headache, and Check. I had the chills. Check for two for two days, and according to my man, I had a fever for one day. Check. Okay, so what you technically get is the fever. Some people, not everybody. But you, you know what? Fever. You, you get, can get that with you can get that you can get you will get that with well, any vaccination. I'm gonna be uh, yeah, and I'm, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I remember me and you had this discussion before, and um, See? hold on, my she, friend. No, the problem is she had COVID before she got that shot. What I, yeah. what I was saying to Dawn is just I having don't a conversation about that. I don't understand why they don't give you a rapid test before they give you the shot to make sure you don't have COVID before they give you the shot in the first place. And because you just now had a conversation you're about defeating that. the purpose. Yeah, but. Remember, like I said, I think you, like you said before, and you, and I think you really touched something. A lot of us probably had COVID in November and or December, October, even of that following year. Because, yeah, because a lot of us were sick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, a lot of us probably had COVID during that time. And they didn't know what it was. They didn't know and to they, test for it. They were just testing for like the flu, flu and things yeah. of that nature. And they were like, no, it, it it came back negative. Well, what the hell is wrong with me then? Don, the damn speaker <laughs> for COVID. No, Don, I'm not the speaker, speaker for COVID. COVID. No, I'm definitely not the speaker no, but for so, COVID. What they say I, is... I just, I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, end of the day, we're not getting enough information from Don the people is, that we're what, supposed to get. Don is the spokesperson for anxiety. That's what he's the spokesperson for. Because before Don got his goddamn shot, this man was anxious to go outside for two seconds to be around people. Yeah. So yeah, now he got his shot. Now he's like, I'm invincible. He thinks he's invincible at, at times. No, I don't. No, 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 no. I don't think I'm invincible. I still mask up. I still know how to maneuver in this jungle. The difference is, though, I do not feel the craziness I felt before. I am not going to lie and say I do. 
what happens is people who well, have get some COVID. People, I'm telling you, get some COVID, you'll be all right. You no, there won't. The there there again, will never be enough information. COVID. There won't get be a, enough information because you know why? They're not even giving us the all of the information needed. They're just Fact. telling us bits and pieces. They're telling us what they think we want to hear. They're not Fact. telling us the real. But when people who did have COVID and then got the COVID shot, they experience COVID-like symptoms with their first shot. Again, for those people, yeah. for those for those people who had, you know, the Pfizer and the Moderna, they had yeah. the experience of the COVID that um the COVID symptoms. Their first shot, their second shot. No, it was did, their second shot. No, no, no. People who did, who already had COVID. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who already had COVID because it was already in their system. So they are, their system was already like, well, what the fuck? We already, who are you? We already, we already been through this route. What are you doing here? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Right. So their second shot wasn't bad. But the people who never had COVID, their first shot, they was fine. Their second shot, they was like, who beat my ass? Yeah, yeah, I'm just tired. Like because I was driving and I literally shot, was like, the first shot I gotta go home and go sleep. Gave their system a sense of COVID. That's what I'm saying. The first shot right, gave well, their system you know what gave is? their system a so, sense of COVID. And, and again, that's why the second shot was like This is where what, I what tell you, you the miscommunication. The miscommunication and what's going on is so crazy because the paper that they give you after you get the shot says does not have COVID in it. It says it has proteins. It says it has uh some other stuff in it. I can't remember because that was fucking back in March. But um, the paperwork they gave me said didn't have COVID in it. So between the shots, you have to wait two weeks between the two shots to get it, right? Nah, a month. I had to wait a month. And then I have now I have to wait eight more months in order to get this booster shot. Well, I'm telling you, it's two weeks. Now it's two weeks. No, I used to work in the pharmacy, remember? Before I quit my job, like Martine told me to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it was two weeks. It's two weeks, but you know it takes two weeks for it to go, like, to get in, into effect. So you you out here thinking, oh, I got my first shot. I have somewhat of some coverage. You don't have coverage for two weeks, my G. That, that is, I found out that was a false statement. Um, people fully vaccinated are not dying just from COVID. Like they have, like I said, it's, the new variant is very high that it's doing that. Um, so they have to, you have to find out, or maybe it is something where question. their health is really bad. I have a question. How do we know it's yeah. a new variant? How do we know it's a new variant? How, I, how do we listen, know they're not just making this up? I, I agree with you, but this is now... As President Trump would say, this is the Indian disease. You know what I'm saying? The, the Indian um, COVID virus. You know what I'm saying? Remember, he said that the regular COVID was the Chinese COVID virus. This is the Indian COVID virus. So, because this one came from India. But so, why? Like, what happened? Remember, like, President what? Trump said that, not I. Not I but, that's what, but that's what I'm trying to say. So, but basically, they were saying that COVID was made in a lab. Yeah. Right? Well, By a Chinese Trump doctor said, Trump said with that. some type of bat something and that that went through and and won something yeah but right? hold so on before we even go there now before we go there it was just put out information was just put out and i just heard this um this two days ago they do not have enough information to say where COVID started so 
the only information they had that it came from um, the Wan market in China. So that was the information that I that I just heard from. I think it was Rogers, Rogers, whatever. Just like AIDS and the it's man made. Yeah, I mean, you know, that is how I truly feel. I think it is man made. It is, Um, and it just got out of control. And that's my whole thing is. I don't know if this is, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist. And <laughs> I just feel like they did this on purpose. Yeah, like yeah. President Trump knew about this in supposedly they say he knew about it in January of 2020, but didn't say anything to anybody because he didn't want anyone to get concerned, but still didn't do anything about it until April. Yeah. So you could have done something about it and we wouldn't have really had to know about this, but you knew about it since January. Mm. So I, I, don't, I, you know, cause they, they say all the people who are, have, you know, little bits and pieces of the vaccine, you know, What's Dr. Fauci. It is man-made HIV. Oh, I'm yeah, like, I, I definitely agree. That's tone. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, not AIDS, HIV. Okay, so I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, please watch what you say. I don't want to offend the wrong type of people. We I mean, HIV on... turns into AIDS if it if it progresses, unless you unless you're Magic Johnson. Who he has the cure? I don't. Th- I personally don't think the man ever had HIV. Everybody keeps saying that. I, I'm telling you, he he didn't need a reason to say I no longer wanted to be. On a football team, I mean basketball team. That's, excuse me. No, 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 no. But if you notice, that's when that man got all that extra money and started buying a whole bunch of extra stuff. Yeah. They must have said, "I'll pay you for the rest of your life if you become the spokesperson for HIV." <laughs> that's a lot of. That's a lot right there. But look at it. Nobody thinks about. No one thinks about him having HIV anymore. So it was. But see, this is where. And but once again, this is where I'm telling you, it's the money. You 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 know the reason why they they they're doing this vaccine thing so hard. It's the money. It is. This shit. This shit stopped a system. They had to give us free money. Well, not free because they ain't shit in this world free. They had they to give us. I'm gonna say they didn't give us free money. That shit got taken out of our taxes. Yeah. So pretty much, like I said, everything, once it stopped the money, that's when it's like, yo, we need everybody to take the vaccines and we get this, try to still maneuver and do whatever we got to do. And but then, my yeah. whole thing is what they're charging the insurance companies because no one's paying, essentially paying for a vaccination. Um, But no one's actually paying for the test. The no. tests are free. Oh my God. So... Speaking of that, do you know that, so I get a listing of whatever was paid, which would have been paid, which I have to pay for on my um, FSA card. Mm. Do you know that it told me that if I had to pay for the test, it was $275? Yes. I said, for what? For the little swab? Yeah, I got to be kidding me. Yeah, um, I was going to my back doctor, who they do, um, that all those tests, and they told me 
Um, it's two fifty, two seventy five. I was like, no, no, I don't want it. I, I'll, I'll go, go to City and B. I'll go to the corner spot. Yeah, no, no, I ain't paying two hundred. Two fifty, two seventy five. Y'all are shitting me. Yeah, but you it's know what it is here. because, but in other countries, like if you go. You know, because of travel, if you you have to pay for that in other countries, like they to come home, they're not charging you two fifty. Some places are charging like seventy five dollars. Some places are charging like one fifty. Like it's just like, wow, it's crazy. Go on vacation, <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, but see, that's another. Like I said, it's the money. It, um, it, it real quick, we're gonna shout out our sponsors, man. Shout out to the gallery, Plush Vodka. Um, Sayings by Butter, Gear Up on J Mac Lane, A Cause of Concern, A Solution Network, Envious Creations, and Miss Martine Felton. Who told um, me to quit my job? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it was Shout Jesus. Out to all our sponsors, man. Um, you know, continue supporting them, continue doing what y'all do. Y'all are amazing. Um, but you know, let's briefly get on to what the topic of the day is. A world full of double standards. Which I say to you every show. I'm not on no double standards. Don't please. Just keep that straight. Please. Um, I'm going to leave that up just because you said that crazy shit. <laughs> Yo, we live in a world full of double standards. First of all, shout out to um, Cam Newton. Um, he was just let go of the from the Patriots. Um, one of the statements that were made recently was Cam listens to hip hop. He's black. He's not supposed to. And that was a problem for the Patriots coach. When I've heard and now came to find out that Brady used to do the same thing. So Tom Brady listens to hip hop? Yeah. I he so, I, he comes off as a country guy to me. <laughs> Well, now listen, the double standards, they both play for the same team. Now it's a problem because the African-American guy chose to do it. What the problem is, is he black. Okay. Once again, that's that's why is there always a double standard when it comes to our people? No, I don't want to say our people. African-Americans and Caucasian-Americans. Why should there be a double standard in this world? Why do we have to go through the racism situations? Like, I don't know. I grew up where white, black, and different, we're all one. We all bleed alike. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? I ran across my fair share of racism. You know what I'm saying? Karen's um, stands. Ran across a couple of them. But I've never changed my belief. And I still push that upon my kids. Um, the same thing. You know what I'm saying? We all bleed the same. Whether they're lighter than you, darker than you, we're all one. I need to understand, though, why people feel that there's a need to have this racism. And where is that emotion coming from? Can you stop saying people? Because it's you, in all honesty, it's usually not black people. How do you, see, that's a double standard. And I want people to call in. The number is 929-441-2417. If you look but, back in history, it was always yeah. the white man who did bad upon us. And what do we do? 
we turn the other cheek. Um, th- that was you, you're talking about my boy Martin. Um, he turned the other cheek because that was no, his no, I'm not just talking about Martin. I'm talking about in general. As far back as slavery, turn another cheek. I'm talking about as far back as slavery. There was. Yeah, I'm trying to, trying to hold it. Yeah, because nah, don't hold it together. Let it go. It's <laughs> simply because I just feel over. But it's not even just against our people. It's against people in general because um, European Americans, not not Europeans from back in the day, they just always felt like they were in, uh, they were just superior, and everyone else was inferior. Inferior. They came to several different countries and took over. Took everything, all resources, people, and everything that the land had. They felt we were a threat from the beginning. That's what you're basically saying. It isn't just us, but it isn't just black folk. Because they went to India, they went to China, they went everywhere and did the same shit. They came here to America and did the same shit. I never saw Chinese slaves. They... They were here slaves. Saw, they were here slaves in you America. Chinese slaves, slaves in America. They yes. never they never said they, nothing about that. I've never read that in one book. But I've hello. read about us being slaves. And I have read that. I've heard that read in one book. Being slaves? Because yeah, they try to you, whitewash that too. They try to whitewash <laughs> everything that they've done to us. Well, I, I disagree. They don't, teach, they don't teach proper history because clearly black people were never a part of America's history. We were just here. The color of skin intimidates them. Anyone mm. who's skin, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't even get it together because <laughs> anyone who's had the darkest hue of. Uh, so, you, let me ask you a question. And here goes once again another double standard to me. When we get pulled over by cops, whether white or black, and I'm talking about African-Americans, do you feel that it's always our need to go frantic? Why are you arresting me? Why is this? Why? Is, like, well, to go I crazy would want with you to, cops. why are you arresting me? If it was just a regular stop, I would want you to go a little extra hard but for why, why you arresting me. Why are you getting that? But, if, do you feel like that energy is what warranted the stop or what warranted anything that happened or transpired after the fact? Um, Do you notice that if you watch a lot of these videos, we're the first to run. As soon as we get out, let's, I'm running. I ain't going to jail. The whole thing is... is I'm not... And, and by, by far, I'm not saying that I agree with no, the violence because, that comes because, with it. Because some black people are dirty. They are dirty. They ride around, no license, no insurance, no this, no that, no none of that. And... They like shit. If I can get, if I can make my way away from this situation, that's why they run. Mm. But even sometimes when you are even not having that type of manner, some and it doesn't it doesn't even have to be a white cop because I've seen it with black Once cops. Once again, too. and I said, yeah, that's why I said it doesn't have to be it, it a white cop. I've seen like, it with black cops. Even as well. with our own people, we are intimate. We are we are considered intimidating people in general because we we don't, a lot of us don't take shit. But the, it doesn't, it's not always because it. it is because of our skin because there was a little black boy who 
was an introvert and he was killed by the cops. And all he kept saying was, why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? Not yelling, not screaming. He just wanted to know why they were doing what they were doing. And no one answered him. Y'all have him down on the floor. Y'all doing all this extra stuff to him. And why? Because he was black. He was a little black boy. He was like 19. Mm-hmm. Very skinny. So you saying, all right, once the, and, and I've been, you know, all right, you know what? Let's pay some bills real quick. And when we come back from paying bills, we're going to get back into this. It's the right. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Yo, 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 what's good? It's the Evening Rush. We're back. It's the Evening Rush Network. Remember, the phone number is 929-441-2417. It's Don and Rainbow. Shout out to all our sponsors. The Gallery, Plush Vodka, Sands by Butter, Gear Up on J-Mac Lane, A Cause, A Concern, A Solution Network, Envious Creations, and, of course, Martine Felton. You definitely can catch us on Instagram at the Evening Rush Show or the Evening Rush myself Don and one by Rainbow the, the most dopest massage joint you can ever get how it hit Rainbow up about that you know what I mean so that what Andrew was saying is the world full of double standards make sure you call in give us your opinion you know what I mean shout out to my bro let's talk crazy his own shicey's in the building what up shice um Envy, I disagree. Um, as always, I'm gonna disagree with some shit that said. Um, That's from Don. But it is that sometimes is the case. Like some people become officers just simply because they want power. They used they were probably the nerd. They were probably bullied this that, and the third when they were younger. They figure, oh, I get a little badge, a little uniform, and a gun. Now I'm a big bad man. Or a big bad woman, because we I mean, ain't going to. But there's a lot of officers out there that with women are good officers. They're awesome. I'm tired of seeing good officers dragged down because of officers that, as you say, you know, want that power. But I've also seen situations where, um, you know, I think we we get pulled over, we overreact. Instead of sometimes. just complying, just complying. So, you can't say, say but you can't say all the time either because that's a sometime thing as well. But those yeah, are the right. ones that are caught on camera simply because there is there are people being irate. When you see when people when people um, do things by the time for you, you, you you're on camera, you're already irate and the situation's on twelve. No, but that's what I'm saying. People only take things that are uh you know, uh, situations that are irate. That's why they're being taped. We don't see things <laughs> where they're not going to take shit that isn't being irate. Yeah. I'm laughing at Shice. Uh-huh. Um, he said see, his old right? lieutenant exactly. getting beat up in school. Exactly. I mean, like I said, it, it, you know, once you get those cameras, once the camera's on, I think a lot of it now goes left and you're seeing the, the, the bad cop, but you didn't see what led up 
to him becoming the bad cop in that situation. I'm not even just talking about in the in the situation of the cop. I'm talking about the situation of the person being irate. No one's taping a calm person unless there has there is a, there is either the calm person and the irate officer or an irate person and a calm officer. Like yeah. those are the situations that you get. Those are the situations that are taped. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna tape a situation where the person is calm and the officer is calm. No one's taping that because no one gives. Because no one feels that no one's gonna watch that shit. They don't care. They don't. They only tape shit because they want someone to be like, "Oh, well, you did that. Oh, that was you that caught that on camera." Everything is for mm-hmm. likes and views in this day and age. Things aren't done gen- out of genuine care. So if and it's just once again just a hypothetical question, and that's mm-hmm. for for a lot of viewers. You're telling because this is one thing that I, I've noticed I've never seen. By the time the cop is telling you back up, back up, back up, and you feel like the situation's getting out of control, why wouldn't you intervene? Versus you're sitting there just holding the camera. That's what I'm trying to say. Everyone's doing things for likes. It's not because they care. Um, oh. Yeah, we know. Well, we all okay. know that there are good caller. cops and there are bad cops. We got a caller? Yeah, what's going on, caller? You with the evening rush? Yo, what up? This size, man. You know I had a call. This good size. Let's turn, turn that background a little bit. Turn that down a little bit. Listen. Yes, I agree with Rainbow, right? And you know, I worked in law enforcement and I've seen asshole cops just do it straight, just being tough for no reason. And I'm being honest, my lieutenant, one of my lieutenants was a lieutenant and he took tests to um, get promoted because he used to tell us he got beat up in school back then. Mm. So now that he got a white shirt, this nigga think he could get all the girls he want. He try. He used it for power. He don't use it to help people. He's not out here trying to do things. He was all about him. But just okay. But bro, that's one one cop. Nah. How many listen, cops have you been around that were good, actual good cops? Dude, no. Listen, let me. Don't get me twisted. My my unit had a bunch of great cops, mm. but I also worked the whole city where I saw. A bunch of asshole cops. Yeah, you understand. And a lot of cops have a power issue. They want to be gun ho, and that's just the fact that the the reality of it is when you like. I always point to the situation that happened at pink houses, right? Yeah. We don't train cops to be in certain areas, and no. they refuse to put people that look like us in our areas to help the situation. I think if they was to put our people where we know. We would we would be a better police department all across, but I get it. You're supposed to everybody's supposed to learn every job, but you can't put somebody who knows nothing about us in our neighborhood. Yeah, you can't put a skinny cat. You can't put a skinny cat in the projects. Point blank, period. <laughs> you can't. Yo, the realest thing I've ever, the realest thing I've ever seen. I swear to God, I was in Brownsville. Now I lived in Brownsville, mm. and I seen. A cop come on the block, scared to death, and the dudes knew he was scared. And the cop said, yo, you guys got to get off the corner. You know they told that cop to shut the fuck up and you get off the corner? But he was so scared. 
Like, he ain't know what to do, but what he was his response? Reacting. What was his response? What you think his response was? He called for backup like he was getting attacked. But that's what I'm saying. That's one incident of a cop in a bad area. I don't. The reason why I say this, I, I know a lot of good cops. It's not a one. It's not a one and done. I've had cops. They do that off. often. You know, I've been pulled over before. Um, bro, just give us a second. Once one caller calls in, the other caller can call in. I got you. Um, I've seen cops where you know what I'm saying I've been pulled over, and they've been polite. It was no issue. Wasn't a problem. Listen, I showed him my information. He was like, "All right, bro, go ahead, have a great day." But we're not saying all cops are bad, bro. But like, uh, but, but, but people but, are but quick. Listen, this is the double standard where people are quick to pull up the bad cops, but you but, haven't shouted out one good cop. Let, let me let me say this to you, and I'm gonna be as real as I can. Go ahead. And and I'm gonna tell you, I know the statistics because I used to teach it. Right? Mm-hmm. There is only there is a small portion of cops that are bad. We only focus in on the bad, but. What Rainbow, what I feel like Rainbow is saying is that there are cops out there who just do it for the badge, who just do it for the power. Yeah. I've had a cop pull me over while I just got off of work. I'm in my uniform pants. Yo, he pulled me over. You know what his response to me was? I asked him why you pulled me over. He said, because you're in this white truck in a high drug profile area. And I wow. asked him, I said, sir, what the hell does that mean? I live here. Now, yeah. I didn't identify myself as working on the department or anything. And he pulled my friend out my car and then proceeded to search him. Now, this is where I love that shit, right? But yeah. our people don't know this. I, I, I let him do what he did. And I said, yo, sir, why are you searching my man? He was like, because I can. So I said, Thank all right, you. well, cool. I need, I need your number, your shield number and your name and whatever. He told me, fuck me. But on the flip side of that, guess what? I get the last laugh because on my job, I knew more bosses than he could ever know. You're 73rd precinct cop, and that's all you know. I know city cops. I know people all over. And when we did that, guess what? I saw his ass in a hearing the next day. And then he was like, oh, well, why didn't you just identify yourself? Why Why should I have to? to. Right. You you. Yeah, when I asked you why you pulled me over, your response could have been anything different. You told me that I am in a high drug profile area driving this truck. Pretty much he told that, you because your black ass shouldn't have that nice ass truck in this area. Yeah. And and, and that and that was your response to me, sir? Like, come on. That was so funny. again that, and that was it's, disrespectful. It's crazy. That so, was definitely disrespectful. Yo, I listen. I'm getting off because I know you got another quarter. I love yeah. y'all. Yo, same Yo. here, bro. Appreciate you. Love you. Remember, it's, it, you know, let them know where they can catch you at, bro. You already know. Let's talk crazy, baby. Everything, baby. Everything. <laughs> Come on, talk some shit with me. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. On the Evening Rush Network, 5 p.m. to 7 on Saturdays. Make sure you uh, check out my bro, Shice, the talk of New York, man. Talk of the town. Get my shit right. Yeah, my bad, bro. My bad. Bro. I was giving you New York. I was giving you New York. You want the town fun? All right, bro. I was trying to give you up a little fun. Bro. Is what he trying to say. Fact. I'm in everybody town, goddammit. All right, bro. I'm going to holler at you. Later, bro. Yo, what's good? Banger, you can call back in now, bro. The lines is free. Um, 
Yeah. You know, but I mean, like he said, I, that was crazy top. disrespectful what he said, which was, you know, the, the officers, well, why didn't you show who you were? And you why, know, why should you have to? That's the whole thing is it, because I'm a cop, you're going to let me off. But because you're is pretty much what he told him was you black in a nice car in an area where there's a whole bunch of drugs and stuff. And that's Which why I right. pulled you over because yeah. you black and you could be a drug dealer. That's why you got this nice car. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely crazy. But um, I'm not. No, there you do see good. You on. I mean, you do see good cops doing good things when I'm not going to say that all cops are bad because my mother was a cop once upon a time and my mother is a great yeah. person so I know she was a good cop but we cannot we can't forget the stuff that happens and and I, I you know I'm like I said I'm not taking that away from people there are bad cops out here I'm not saying there's not but I just we want sometimes to feel like those good cops are getting some type of credit. No, what happens is we need the good right, cops. We got another to... caller. Okay, go ahead. It's Banger, probably. Yeah, that's Banger. What's good, bro? Hey, what's going on, guys? Don't mean that to be. Uh, salute to the brother that was just talking. He's 100% right. Salute to Rainbow. She's 100% right. And salute to you, Sean. Can, can I be half, Sean, half right, bro? Sean, 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 you're right as well. And to break this down the best way possible, this is what I can say, and people can take it how they feel. Uh, in regards to what Rainbow said earlier, there are people who like to videotape the middle and the end. So we have bad reporters, mm. one of the reporters who take out the phone and use that as the gun faster to start getting the back end of what happens when the officer is making an arrest. Now, we do have those who get the beginning, the middle, and what leads up to the, the part that everybody wants to see with, of the viewing, mm-hmm. of the recording of what a police officer does. So, yeah, you do have some bad reporters and some people who don't say the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But in that case, when it comes to an investigation, sometimes Black people are asked a question and forced to give the short version, not the play-by-play from beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. So when you have a scenario where a person's not being able to say it the way they saw it or being told not to say it the correct exact way, then people can draw it up however way it could have happened. In regards of what Sean was saying earlier, good cops. There are good cops out there. Mm-hmm. There are great cops out there. But the thing is, is that here's, here's where you have uh, good and bad, just like any job. Any job, it doesn't, mean, it doesn't even matter if you're a cop or not, any job. You have a good worker and you have a bad worker. The bad worker is usually the one that's either restrained from a lot or is uh, looked up to because his mother, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, next door neighbors, significant other is the boss mm-hmm. or got them the job, so they think they shit don't stink. Excuse mm-hmm. my French. Say what you got to say. Worker. Yeah. And then, there's, then there's the good worker who is on the side of right, who is fair. And sometimes certain jobs don't like a side of right, fair, or very smart individual. If you're very educated and you have a low title, some jobs don't like that guy because he's too smart. So they move him or her and they strain them away from certain things yeah. because it's, it's taken from what somebody else wants. Mm-hmm. Now, in regards to these, now, in regards to these police officers that are working the beat, 
you have police officers, and I, and I have to say this, and this is where I back up Sean. You have police officers that are working 16-hour shifts, 18-hour shifts, 22-hour shifts, right? Mandatory mm-hmm. overtime. Mm-hmm. That same officer that was told to come in on the midday tour gets off probably, what, 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night? Yeah. Then got to come back in for the day tour that starts at 4 in the morning, which means they got to get up at 2 in the morning. So that's a three-hour window of sleep to get up, to come in, and then be bothered, make mistakes, errors, et cetera. This is what most people don't really choose to pay attention to. When you have police officers who just start your first two, three, four, five years, you have a certain schedule for a length of time. And that schedule can manipulate. It can go from day, night, midday, midday, night, overnight, et cetera. That type of person is not mentally updated they didn't get the proper rest, they didn't get the eight hours sleep or the nine hours sleep. So they're gonna make their errors and mistakes when things get hot. Yeah. Then you have that officer, like you said earlier, who's been a you know, he was a sucker in high school, sucker in junior high school, but his mom, dad, sister, uncle, cousin was a cop, a chief, an inspector, is this, that, third, another, and they said, I'm gonna get you in. Don't worry, just take the test, you gotta pass the test. Pass the test, they get in. So yeah. now you got a bunch of family members in there who think they shit don't stink. Mm-hmm. And then when when they make a mistake, when they're so used to never making a mistake because they're trying to make not only themselves look good, but look, make someone else look good in their family or friends, then what happens is they find themselves in a predicament that they can't get themselves out of. And now they have to rearrange, alter, change these different dynamics to make sure that the department looks good. And that's so where this that whole show comes up. Yeah, and this is where you have your problems. And not just with police officers, but in all jobs, you have the same demographic. Mm-hmm. That person, that, that, that those personal dynamics there have to change or alter in order for better results in the police department on public safety. But they got to, but see, this is where I'm saying they, they got to be a way. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, I just want the double standard of that matter to change mm-hmm. well in order for it to change you have to do things like this when you have a wrongful shooting like you hear these cats having wrongful yeah. shootings um that officer needs to be evaluated psychologically they need to have psychological evaluations probably more often which is everything that's what i was months. gonna say because, i was gonna say they might need to do evaluations at least once yeah. a year or something like that because and once you when you start you a job you might be in the might in the right frame of mind, but once you start working the job, it starts to mm-hmm. aggravate and antagonize and things like that. And then you're right. like, you know, I, right. don't I don't even give a fuck. I don't care. Right. You have, you you, you have to they understand. Are, that's the attitude they need to get them out. I agree. You have to understand these are human beings. They're not, they're overworked. They're not getting much rest. Some of them working two jobs. Some of them got three, four, five kids at home. Some of them first time parents. Right? There's a lot of what? things going on. So you got to give them psychological evaluations. You got to give them not, you give an officer, a ranger, a ranger training, a ranger training. Um, at least twice a year. They go to the range, they go to the range every month, twice a month, something, something like that. Not, uh, mm, I don't know. Uh, I don't I'm know what sure. they do. But, but the whole thing, the thing is with, with that is they are overworked. They are tired. But when they make, if they make a mistake, it could be someone's life. 
Like if I when I worked at the yeah. pharmacy, if I made a mistake, I might have just gave somebody the wrong pill. It might not have killed them. But them, you, they, they they need to they need to figure out a way to help them. If that's the case I mean, with, with the all these cops, there's like millions of cops out. Like I don't. That's what I'm saying. So if it, people if you, can't if, get the proper training and the proper, not, breaks it may and, not even be the proper training. But if he's saying they're overworked and um they're tired and you make a mistake because of this because you thought stuff like you if you when you tired you get delusional you start thinking things that ain't that are there that ain't there or something of that nature if you're sleep deprived mm. stuff happens but if that's sure. the case they should not be allowed to work these many hours well yeah i can, I can eight, tell you eight hours i can tell you real quick i can tell you real quick how you can help this situation if you take community affairs police officers which is another unit you take the community affairs units and you put them in the communities. They know the gangs, they know the board members, they know the uh, the, board, the people of the community. They are officers that are face-to-face with regular day-to-day things, but they don't use them for that. They use them for parades and then they don't see them. Then when something happens in a major neighborhood where three, four shootings happen, the community affairs shows up. That's the thing, the man that needs Right. They put the technical units impact, et cetera, uh, ESUs, all in the crazy neighborhoods, get, get the people all worked up and scared, and then get them wanting to lash out because they're being forced on something. And then, boom, you can talk to them as regular people. People will respect you when you give them respect. Yeah, definitely. But when you put those those crazy officers out there with the big guns or impact units that are nervous and scared and they got they told that's the only way you can get your stripes, then you get a situation. that's how they have to do us. Well, they feel yeah, like the only way to do that. If you talk to us, we're regular people just like everyone else. If you speak to us exactly. like we got some sense because they, they try to talk to us like we're all stupid. If you talk to us like you think we have sense, then you'll get a better you'll get a better outcome. And exactly. Once again, that, that's on some cops now. The, the degrading talk you get from some cops. Because I've, like I said, I've been pulled over um, a couple of times, and I've still, no, sometimes it's not, I've only got that maybe once or twice. I can count on my hand the degrading cop. The yeah, one that tried I, to play me like I'm done. I got that. I got pulled over in my man's car, and and the guy was like, "Well, is this your car?" I was like, "It is my car." He was like, "Well, why did you do this?" I was like, "You know, because I usually drive my other car, and it's a, a it's a bit smaller. It's a mini." He was like, "You have a mini." And an infinity? Mm. I was like, what? I was like, yes, yeah, I do. Yeah. And then he gave Stop me a ticket. Then he gave me a ticket. And I was like, what's the ticket for? He was like, improper pulling uh, takeoff. I was like, what the fuck is that? Is that a charge? That's that's called the police officer that needs to make a quota that has not gotten any summonses, any violations, anything. So now he's being no, what it was, to do it was a bunch of, I've never even heard that one what, No, what it was, it was five black people in an infant uh m class infinity and oh and the woman driving says she also has a mini cooper a bmw mini cooper at home how is that possible that's what the fuck that was so you thought it was a black a black and white because when i went to court he didn't show up so the 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 double standard of it is that you felt it was a racially motivated it was racial when he didn't just like like banger said had a bad day it started off very Did nice. Did he say black lady? Did he say anytime black no, lady? No, it started off nice until, black men, until, black I, started, women, until or... I started saying that I had this car and another car. 
It started off really you, well. So until until I said you gave that I had a little two. attitude. No, I didn't. Actually, I didn't. I said, well, um, I said, I'm sorry, sir, because I don't usually drive this car. I usually drive my other car that's at home, but it's not big enough to fit everyone in the car. You know, he was like, what kind of car is that? I was like, it's a Mini Cooper. He was like, what? And then so, I saw so, his so change. So I saw his attitude. I was like, did this man just want me like I'm not supposed to have anything nice? <laughs> like I'm already in an infinity, and you mad that I said that the car at home was a a, a Mini Cooper? I'm like, well, what's the problem? That's, that first that's horrible. Finding that, that, butterflies and rainbows. That's, that's intellectual bullying. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> intellectual bullying because I ain't got enough summonses and violations, so I got to make something up, hoping that you'll lose control, so I can get a violation on a summons. I right. and that's wow. just what it is. You got to keep yourself very calm, cool, collective. And, you know, I think today's black youth and adults need to study the law, the manual, everything of the police department. Reason being is because if you don't know how to conduct yourself when a police officer tells you, when you see certain things, that's just like when you, like your man was saying a few minutes ago, when a guy was getting out of of, of turn as an officer, and then later on he had to, you know, reveal that he was an officer. It's a whole different whole different total energy when they find out you're an officer. Yeah. Once they don't say or did too much. But the reality of it all is, and I don't suggest anybody out there listening to act like you're an officer because then it's gonna it's gonna cause another problem. Right. But what you should do is study study the law, study the demographics of it, and then know what your rights are. And those rights are out there for you. If you choose not to execute that, then you're gonna find yourself falling into a point where you lose control at the wrong time over something small that didn't need that much energy, but gave them enough to go on. Facts. Well, Benga, thank you for calling in, man. We definitely appreciate you. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. Very great show. Very show. Great show. All the best, guys. Salute. Hi, right, bro. Thank you. Yeah, I was, I was there. Uh, what was, what was it on? Um, Instagram. Um, and uh, an officer was being very aggressive with um, a perp. I guess. I guess the guy did do something that he wasn't supposed to do, or whatever. So the white mm. cop like hit him. Then it was a bunch of a bunch of other cops, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the block cop was like, "You don't, you're not supposed to do that. That's not what that's not what we here for." And then arrested him. Yeah. Wow. So there are when I'm never saying that there aren't good no, cops. And, and, I, and I know cops, concept, and I know this, that all my friends are good cops. I would look. I'm hoping my my friends. This are good whole cops. <laughs> this whole concept came off of, with the double standard with the cops because, excuse me, was basically because the other day I was. Uh, Matter of fact, I was reading in the newspaper how um, a family in, in, in the Bronx was standing in front of a store. One of, and and unfortunately, somebody lost their life. One of the guy, the guy had lost his life. Mm. Um, it was put out that you know the cops ran up on him at because of an altercation. They got shot. The guy got shot, and you know the father went to jail. Later on, when they showed the camera, they found you know, the store camera mm-hmm. and showed, well, these two dudes was banging at the cops. Gotcha. And that was what, you know what I mean, led to the cops shooting the gun that killed her husband. And the reason why her father-in-law, because the, the gun kept going back and forth between the father and the son, son-in-law. So, you know what I mean? That's why I oh, said... They, were they shooting at the cops or were they shooting at each other? No, they were shooting at the cops. Oh, okay. 
See what I'm saying? So we only. I mean, caught, either way, there was there was, shit, there one, was gunplay, and it shouldn't have been. Yeah, but you caught one side of it at right. in the beginning. The beginning was, you know, now these guys. What's going on, level? I see you on the check-in. Um, you you know these guys were being, um, the cops were seen as the wrong people. They were wrong. You know, they shot the guy, and you know, they took away the family. But you didn't take for a chance to to, to examine that. At the end of the day, you, you these cops have families too. They do. And these are somebody that could have been killed. Mm-hmm. Like you know uh, when what the hell was it? When the two cops in Brook was it in Brooklyn that got that damn guy from Baltimore came and they just sitting there minding their business, doing yeah. overtime and he shot and he shot them in the goddamn car. They weren't doing anything and they were regulars in, in the community and everyone knew them and they were they were good yeah, cops. Shout shout out to my bro Peter, that was his brother that was murdered in that, that, that um car. See, like you know it, I mean? it, so, you, I'm not I'm never gonna say that all cops are bad because just they're people. So there are good people and there are bad people. But there are some people that once they put on that um badge and that gun, they they become a little extra. Yeah. You know? But see, um, that's why I said there's always blood there's always double standards to this situation um with the cops and, and, and us as civilians. And, you know, I just think, you know, Instead of if we saw each other as individuals and tried to work a way to if there was a way to be worked out where, you know, at least we can have respect respect amongst each other, things would be a little bit different. But I mean, right now it's hard with the way the cities are. That isn't just cops in but that's not just cops and civilians. That's just people in general. Some people figure that another race is pretty much they don't think of them as human. Like a lot of like races don't feel that black people are humans. They don't. They just look at us like I don't know what they look at us as. They just look at us like we don't belong. We shouldn't be here, and like we are the scum of the earth. You know. Yes. But no, if right. you if, if you looked at us as we were humans, there wouldn't be racist. But that that's not how they look at us. Also, I, I don't know. Listen, I agree with you totally I with that. Totally in the yeah. news it was a, a girl who pretty much shot her it was her friend I, I think it was her friend she, they knew each other I don't know if they were friends or whatever but at, like she walked up on her shot her and then walked away like nothing happened did you see that Mm-mm. so when I saw that I was like damn she she knew who she was coming for but the backstory oh, I matter of fact yeah yeah I the did. backstory I got from, from that huh it was from the girl from the they were they were friends. She came, she met her at the stoop, and she shot her. Yeah. yeah. And the, okay. the back the backstory I got from that was that the girl shot her simply because she set up that girl's boyfriend, and in doing so, her child somehow got killed. Yeah. So at wow. this point, she's like, "I ain't got shit to live for." So that's why she did what she did. It wasn't like, oh, it was just, just random. Like, she just ran up on her and just shot her. Like, she had a reason. So we don't, we never know why people do what we do. We only see the outcome. Yeah. They only I mean, ever show us the outcome. We know, don't never, we, not never, but we don't usually know what happens prior to why what happens happens. Because I, I can't say that as a woman and this woman got my child killed that I wouldn't, I would not have done the same. <clears throat> Yeah. 
<laughs> so that's the double standard. Like, what do you do? Is that you, you take a life because a life was taken, your child was killed. What do you do? Do you retaliate? Do you not? Well, I mean, once again, pretty much everything in this world um, comes with a double standard. We all know this, starting from relationships to racism, sexism. Yeah, we know uh, your double standards in a relationship. I don't have double standards in a relationship. Whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, the, uh, listen, I wasn't raised where in relationship wise, where, you know, the man is not supposed to take care of the women, but shit happens. Right? Like there's two types of people. Bad days, and that's because someone could die, which is a cops on the pilot. Correct. Yep. Very much so. Exactly. Very much so. Like, if they're having a bad day, they be like, damn it, my wife just pissed me off, and then you just never know. And then here we go. For what? Because you're having a bad day. Now somebody lost their life. Now that's mm. on your cop. I, I, I don't, these, cop, these cops that have repeated actions of like violence, I wonder if it, it even bothers them. I believe it do. I believe it I don't. Believe, some of them, some of them, I do. No, some of them, I, I believe, do. I believe some of them, it doesn't. I, I, I believe, because if it did, um, they wouldn't. I believe if it did, they wouldn't continue to do it. I believe. I think once some of them realize, damn, I fucked up. I made a mistake. But it's right. That's, I'm, talk, but I'm not the talking about a one and done. And I'm not talking yeah. about a one and done type of thing. I'm talking about repeated, like uh, oh, the guy, the like the, that repeatedly. Right, I'm no, talking about like the cop that killed um George uh George Floyd. That wasn't his. Yeah. Fr- that was the first time he had this type of thing. Oh, no, nah, he, he and you go on this man next every... minutes, but you had no, there was no remorse. Yeah, there was no remorse, but he deserves everything he gets. And I'm telling you why he's still in jail. With he's, still on, in, I... he's in jail right now, feeling like he didn't. They told still... him the only way your ass is getting out of here is in a body bag. Somebody told his ass. <laughs> Well, I, was you know, like, I, don't, I don't wish death upon anybody, but, you know, if that's something that happens, you know, I, I felt that way about Zimmerman. I think that um, he should have been bodied by now. There I is don't understand no, how he's still fucking alive. It's because people believe that he did what he did. What he did was was suited. None of that would have ever been needed if you would have minded your business like they told you on the phone. You called 911 yeah. and they said, leave it alone, let the police come. And what did you do? You minded, you were not minding your business, you were getting your ass beat by a 15 year old boy, and then you had to shoot him because you're a punk. Yeah. Because you can't fight. You couldn't fend off a 15 year old boy or 17. I forget how old he was at the time. I don't he know. was and a child. Yeah, but these little boys is trying to type strong, so don't don't get it twisted. Into it. I'm not saying this was a, a grown ass man. You thought, first of all, you went over there to act like you was going to do something. If you felt like you couldn't fight them, you should have minded your business. Facts. I know. Listen. We on the same page. Like my I said, thing is you, I'm you, trying to but, understand why that man is still alive. That was, that was my whole concept. But not even that. There are people who are who want his autograph on a bottle on or a bottle of Arizona and a bag of Skittles. And that person should be smacked. My yeah. whole thing is that this somebody a child died, whether yeah. he was black or white or whatever. It was a child. Y'all should yeah. not be encouraging this fucking man. That should not. They, there should be nobody on this earth that should be encouraging this man killing a a, a child. You're 100 percent correct. Definitely. 
And it's only because the boy was black. Are y'all willing to sign up, want him to sign a bag of Skittles or a fucking Arizona? You want, you really want this murderer's signature? Is, like, it's, it's going to be worth that's something. That's the racism that's still in this world. And it's crazy. It's definitely crazy. It, if it was, first of all, if it was not for black people, there would, most of the shit today, we wouldn't have. I think it's a fair share of people that created shit. Yeah. Miss, you wouldn't be able to blow dry your hair. You wouldn't curl your hair. You wouldn't be able to stop at a stop sign. You wouldn't be able to stop at a stoplight. You wouldn't have peanut butter. Motherfucker, we could go on and on and on. You wouldn't. Oh, they don't season their fucking chicken, so it don't matter about seasoning anyway. Here you go. All right, yo, we about to blow, man. Before we get up out of here, what you got to What you got How you going out, Rainbow? Look, you got Don't me all fucked up right now. <laughs> Don't be a racist. We love, we love everyone. You know what? I have, I have come to realize that Black Americans are the most cultured people around. We know about different cultures. When you ask white, when you ask certain people, I'm not even going to just say white because it's not just white. When you ask people about other people's culture, they'd be like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Like, I, I somebody, I was like, yeah, you ever had uh, Jollof rice? They'd be like, what's that? I'd be like, who? I'd be like, have you ever had a Haitian dish? Have you ever had an African dish? Have you ever had an Indian I've had dish? Af- I've had an African dish. Right, and I'd be like, have amazing. you ever heard of these things? Like, I'm like, the only thing people know about is Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah for Jewish people. <laughs> I'm like, so y'all don't know about anything else about any other culture. Like, I think Black Americans are the most cultured people around. Even though they say we are the most ignorant people around. We are the most cultured because we, we no, actually... I just find us to be very violent. Um, I have to say that. We're very violent people. And we all need if to... You, if anyway. you really... you But you know where we get our violence from? Yes. Other people. Where, where, where do we get it from? I get my, that, that's where I get all my violence from. Other people. No, no, no. If you, if you go back and if you go look back and at who were the violent people, black people weren't. Oh, were, we were violent for things of like capturing food and for like tribes and shit of that nature in Africa. I'm gonna we tell go, them. We didn't go to other they, places they and to try to take over. Tomorrow. You huh? need to be unplugged tomorrow. I said, you need to be, be unplugged tomorrow. I'm going to be at work. So I can't, nah, I nah, can't nah, be unplugged tomorrow because I'm going to be at work. You need to be unplugged tomorrow. Shout out to Bali and um, Joe. Yo, shout out our sponsors so we get up out of here, baby. Uh, our sponsors are The Gallery, Plush Baca, Sayings by Butter, Gear of One, J. McLean, A Cause, A Concern, A Solution Network, Inc., Envious Creations, Martin Felton. Gotcha. Don't be racist. So, that's that's how she going out. I'm going racist. out. I'm going out differently. I just want to say, listen, let's try to stop the double standards in life. Um, let's try to move forward as and, and try to become one again. Where you know, right now we're going through a I pandemic. Think Mike said, again, we were never one. We were at a time when when the world trade when the world trade center went down. We I started seeing people unite. You so mean America? You mean, you mean America? New York. New, New York. York became one. 
Yes, New York became I'm one. The world was never one because they they will always and forever hate. They will well, I'm talking about New York. And right now we're still in a in a crazy pandemic. And right now, this is where we need to be back as one again. No, we don't. To try Stay to get out of this pandemic. Stay a distance. Six feet. Give me my six feet. Right. We're going to give our six feet. People, but, I, yo, people I want to like, thank everybody for tuning in. We appreciate you. Shout no out to six feet. Shice. Shout out to, to um, Banga for calling in. Shout out to everybody that checked in. Um... You know, you know where to catch us, the Evening Russian Network. Tomorrow night, you got Plugged with Molly and, and Joe. You got TL Mac Fitness with Twin, Rain, Roz, and now Mandy. I'm about to say, Rainbow's not on that show. I'm and this game is TL Mac. Ain't that what I said? No, you called All me right. Twin. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm so used to it, you know. Um, Don't forget, Friday, you got... Um, Eugene and Lovable now with On Everything which is, I, I can't wait to that and then of course you got Chrissy and Friends with um, Sex, Love and Alcohol I, I was about to say, isn't that the name of the show not Chrissy and Friends it's with nah. Chrissy and Friends it's with Chrissy and Friends mm-hmm. so you know what I mean, make sure y'all tune in and check those shows out next week Saturday, you, know you, you forgot you, oh, Saturday, you forgot about Let's Saturday. Talk Crazy okay. how you can fit Let's Talk Crazy Nobody forgets life so crazy. You My did. Brother Shice. I, I ain't forget Shice. Right. You know and, I mean? and then just wanted to make let y'all know Barbershop and Mike's is coming back now with Bro Mike and um Memphis Memphis Barber Memphis Bar I gotta I gotta learn this man's name. But Memphis you Barber he's gonna be in there. <laughs> so shout out to both of them. They'll definitely be back on Tuesdays, so but they're from nine to ten. So shout out to Barbershop and Mike's coming back also. But make sure y'all check out all the shows on the Evening Rush Network. You can go to the Network.com and watch all the shows in the entirety. Whatever you missed, whatever you didn't miss. You can also check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe. Please hit that bell. So for the notifications. Subscribe. Share. 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 Like. Share. Yes. So thank y'all for tuning in. Yo, shout out to everybody. You already know what it is, man. Catch y'all later. Let them know what it is, Fresh. My nephew told me I'm a king in the crown fit. You can catch me in a thousand dollar outfit. I'm so marked with the rent. Got-